What's up, everybody? Welcome to TGIF. I am Claudia Jordan. I'm back with this show that's going to put, you know, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about everything that's trending in social media and uh, everything that y'all talking about. Uh, we're here to spill the tea and, of course, break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Sit back, relax, get you something to drink. I got me a little, little something different tonight. Uh, let me introduce my fantastic co-host. What's up, Al Reynolds? What's up? What's going on, Claudia? I'm good. Are you ready for Christmas? Absolutely not. I'm trying. I'm trying to get in the spirit. So I, I got a mental block or something. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'll be like that last minute shopping person losing my mind Friday and Saturday trying to buy a whole bunch of gifts. But you not have the spirit this year. I don't know. I haven't even put up a Christmas tree. I don't even have a reef up. So, you know, I'm I must be in the pits. Yeah, I feel you. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I put a post up the other day about that, about how this time of year is tough on a lot of people. Yeah. And then it's just been since so much death. But let me tell you something that's not death. Are you going to get up and show the fans how skinny you are? <laughs> Come on. Let's see. Um, let's see. I'm heading to a, a, a Christmas party tonight and I will post a picture of the whole outfit with the heat with the shoes on head to toe. I will. I promise. I will. All right. But I, I, I did lose a little a little a little weight. I, I can't really show you all right now. It'll be weird, but I'll post a picture of my Instagram. So y'all check it out. <laughs> I'm one forty seven now. Wow. Okay. All right, and please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? Y'all don't have a whole damn uh, set without me, honey. I'm just like, oh, this must be a two-person show tonight. Y'all don't <laughs> spend 30 minutes talking about Christmas and wait. How y'all doing? <laughs> it's been one minute, but yes, how are Last you? Last week, Al was trying to go solo. Now they don't, <laughs> they don't think that it became a duo, y'all. They trying to kick me out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> So you doing good? How are you doing with uh, Are you ready for Christmas? You know, Christmas is my least favorite time of the year and not yeah. for any particular sad reason. It just it just bothers me that the whole world just like changes for like 60 days. You know what I'm saying? There's reindeer and lights and holiday ads. And, and it just feels so fake to me. I don't know. Call me a Scrooge. And then, bam, the first comes back around and we go back to being horrible humans. Mm. So, I don't know. Christmas is my least favorite time. And I think this year I'm not buying nobody nothing, including the kids. I'm trying to save my money and do some things with my money at the start of next year. I'm normally the uncle that cash apps all the children a hundred dollars. But I don't think it's happening this year. Really? Okay. well, Christmas, I feel the same way. And I don't I know people think we're bringing the show down, but I think this is very real for a lot of people. Christmas, it depends. You know what I mean? Like where you are in your life and what you're going through. Um. I think about my grandmother who's not here and I love her. Like she was the main reason I would want to go home to Rhode Island and she's not, she's been gone for a few years and it's depressing. You know, it's like, it's not the same. The kids are all grown. So it's, it's not the same. It doesn't have the same magic when you get older. Um, you have to kind of make it in your own way. So I, you know me, I'm looking at flights. Mm-hmm. So, Let us guess. You know, you're going to Aruba. I do have it saved. <laughs> I was looking at going I, The hotels are a little outrageous right now. So if anybody with a hotel hookup, <laughs> Give me my my DMs. Are right, y'all drinking tonight? Y'all sipping on something? Uh, I'm drinking a little bit of little bit of water and soda. I mean what? ice and I'm, soda. That's all. I'm doing a little Tito's Tito's and seltzer. Oh, okay. I usually drink Tito's. I got this Bailey's apple pie creamy drink. So hopefully, oh, that sounds good. I love Bailey. Ooh, I like a good apple drink. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna get in trouble with that. Mm. 
All right, I feel better now. All right, y'all, let's get into the show. We have a lot to talk about. I see y'all in the chats asking about Joe Buttons. We're going to get to him. We're going to get to Joeisha. We're going to get to her. Okay. All right. Now, by now, we've all seen the photos of Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's baby. And now Hollywood <clears throat> unlocks. Jason Lee is spilling the tea and how he got the exclusive. Jason Lee wrote, Yesterday, she FaceTimed me to tell me the paparazzi took unauthorized photos of their baby and planned to release them. So she said if anyone was going to put it out, she wanted me to do it. He continued, she wanted black media to be the one to do it since she wasn't going to be given a choice. He added, I wish more people thought about the black media like this. What do y'all think about Rihanna wanting black media to get the first release images of the baby? Q, let's start with you on this one. You know, I love it. I absolutely love it. I hate the fact that paparazzi robbed her and ASAP of their privacy and their right to maybe do the big spread the, may, the, the way they may have wanted to present their baby to the world. But you know what? I am glad that she had a relationship with Jason Lee and that she prioritized Hollywood Unlocked or Black media per se uh, over giving it to people or or, or uh, the other big tabloids that they send it to. So shouts out to Jason Lee for his relationships and shouts out to Rihanna for not just speaking about it, but actually being about it. I love Rihanna. She could do no wrong. Al, what do you think about this? This is what I'm talking about, Rihanna. Let me tell you, there were so many things about this that excited me, right? Number one is that this is a step in the right direction for A-list celebrities like Rihanna saying, look, we're going to start to give black media the attention that they deserve. And I'm excited because maybe we will start seeing more A-listers following her lead and stop at places on red carpets where black media have their cameras or where they have their recorders and, and, and trying to do coverage. The second thing I loved about this was, did you guys see that the majority of the pictures that they put out were with ASAP Rocky? It was so good to see that even though they are not married, that he has definitely a strong presence in that young man's life. That really warmed my heart to see that she wanted to be very clear that, that you know, the father is there. Now, the only thing that was really concerning about this to me was the fact that they were saying that Jason Lee and unlocked and and there was other pictures online um, when Jason Lee was at the White House talking about black media coverage that Jason Lee in fact is not really black media that concerned me because why are we now saying because a person is biracial that they're not real black that was of grave concern to me and that was the only thing in this story that really caused pause for me that is frustrating and as someone that has an Italian mother I hear that a lot and I'm like but my heart is with my 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 black side, uh, like I, and I feel like when you take that away, it's like it's slap in the face. We ought to get that from the racist white side, not all white whites are race, racist, but the ones that are. We get it from that, and to kind of kick you to the curb and say you're not black enough, you can't sit with us when you love your community, you love being black. I, I and and if you're and if you're actually pro black and going for us, why not? You know, we're so quick to give white folks that kind of appropriate some of our culture, that a white R&B singer, we'd be all up on it, supporting them and everything. But when one of our own who's biracial does something, we want to take away and then and have a purity test. And I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think we should be doing that. We should be proud of our half black, quarter black and, and full black people that accomplish great things. Like, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Moving on. Trey Songz has reportedly turned himself in to the authorities following allegations that he punched a woman, a man and a woman in the face, in the face at a bowling alley. The incident happened in October and one of the alleged victims was hospitalized. There is no information on why the assault happened. Al, what's going on with Trey Songs? 
I don't know, but let me tell you something, Claudia. You know I'm a curious dude, right? So let's let's unpack this a little bit. Some of the things that we know about this is that he punched and dragged this young lady in the bathroom. All right. So was it the women's bathroom that they were in or was it the men's bathroom? In addition, he punched a guy in the eye who was coming or in the bathroom to see what was going on. Lastly, the woman that he drug her hair and beat her up multiple times, hitting her in the face was an employee of the bowling alley. So all of this just gets very super interesting. And I think it's also super interesting that the reason why this happened is unclear. Now, what I do know, regardless of what I just shared, is that Trey Song, Trey Songs has some stuff going on with him because these are multiple cases that have appeared in the last six months in which he's exerted some type of physical force or some type of aggressive behavior. And that leads me to believe that something's going on deeper with this young man. So let me tell you what I would like to see him do. I think Trey Songs needs to do whatever the courts told Chris Brown to do, because Chris Brown too was having a lot of issues and physical altercations and unwinding, but that young man got it together and we have not seen anything negative about him in the news lately. I think Trey Songs needs to take a step back take a break and do whatever the courts told Chris Brown to do so that he can still have a very successful career. Cause we can't debate that he's not talented. He is. And a good looking guy. It's, it's, I hate that. We, I hate reading these stories week after week. Um, Q, what do you think? Effective immediately. I am at the point um, right now where I can no longer look for holes in the stories and look for reasons to try to defend Trey Song because I like him and I like his music a lot. At this point, I am at the point where I don't need to know all the details and I don't need to know all the ins and outs of each story. There is something wrong with this young man and there is something wrong with him on a mental, emotional level. We are at the point right now with Trey Songs where all the signs are showing. You know what I'm saying? You know how we all watched the Dahmer series on Netflix and in, in hindsight, we were like, all the signs were there. Why didn't somebody do something? Black people, the music industry, we are at that point with Trey Songs where all the signs are there. You know what I'm saying? What are we as his village, as his community, what are we going to do about it? Because these instances seem to be escalating and getting worse. And we don't want something very bad to happen. And this brother end up in prison for life. I, I, I agree. And every time, excuse me, my cat, every, let me gently put her down. See, I don't think I'm abusive. Okay. Um, every time I see a Trey Song story, it, it bothers me. It brings me back to when I first met him. Uh, I was doing Angela Yee's podcast uh, at the Sirius headquarters in New York. I was doing Celebrity Apprentice the first time. I think it was like around 2008, nine. And it's when I knew his name, I didn't know his face. It's before he really, really blew up. Like he just cut the braids, right? And he had so much charisma and, and, and he was like a flirt, but he was very sweet. And I was like, come over to my show after you're done. And he came over to my show. Y'all can look it up if you Google it when I was on Fox Foxhole. And we had a great interview. We stayed friends for a while. And I remember just seeing him blow up 
And it's kind of dope when you see someone that you, you know, you know, from the early on in their career, you watch the progression. So from that to now, I'm like, I wish I could reach out to him and just be like, and, and talk to him and see what's going on. You know what I mean? And because this is, this was a sweet, humble guy from Virginia. Right. And, and, and I don't know, I, I watched the, the change and then the stories coming out story after story after story. And you hope they're not true. Right. We hope they're not true, but I, 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 I don't know who's in a circle that could talk to him and get to him. I don't know. Trey, if you watch it, we'd love to have you have a guest on the show. We'd love to talk to you. I would love to, I'd love to hear from you. Well, I tell you what you do though. You don't call that, honey, because you can't call nobody after years and not talking to them. They're talking about, girl, what's going on? That's called being nosy. Okay. I'm that. That's called being nosy. So <laughs> Trey, if you watch it, uh holla. That's all. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with a whole lot more tea right after this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. I got to tell you one thing. When you skinny, it only take like two sips of a drink. <laughs> oh, here she go, y'all. She's skinny now, y'all. <laughs> she don't lost six pounds, honey. She thinks she part of the slip. Right. Six pounds. You going to make me stand up? Skinny now. Stay I told body. you guys she was wasted away. You don't your I told plus you. Size. I'm I told you. I told you. No plus size ass over there. <laughs> your mama plus size. Your mama plus size. I'm thin. I'm, I'm, I'm almost at my deal, no deal weight. You will never grace the runways with me, honey. Never. Uh, Wait, what? You will never grace the same runways I grace, honey. Never. I hope not. I have to do fashion week. <laughs> don't try me, Q. Okay. You're not trying me. Okay, listen, y'all. Um, we have an update on the map. <laughs> never, girl. You're not never. the same runways, Q. Not the same runways. I don't want to. All right. Okay, listen. <laughs> we got it, y'all. I'm trying to be professional, hussies. Okay, listen. We're going to talk about this Megan The Stallion uh, update. And eyewitness, Sean Kelly, who saw the shooting from his Hollywood Hills home, took the stand yesterday and said he believes a woman fired the first shot. He also claimed that the short guy, referring to Toy Lanes, fired additional shots. Kelly claims he witnessed two women violently fighting, then saw a large man believed to be the bodyguard Justin Edison exit the car, and eventually all four people were fighting. Uh, Kelly said the fight continued with three individuals beating up one of the women. Uh, Al, what do you think about this? You know what? I got to be 100% honest here, Claudia. I am tired of trying to figure this out. And I'm tired of talking about this case. I, I don't know. It's clear that both parties, let's be very honest here. It's clear that both parties are not being forthright. They're not being honest. They're not being truthful. Everybody's pleading the fifth. Everybody wants immunity. And we even found out, even though the driver who was missing for a couple of days has now appeared and he will not be testifying because they are pushed up against Christmas. Uh, jurors said they will not return if it, if it doesn't end by the end of the week. I, I just feel like I'm, I just can't wait till this trial is over. Okay. Q, what do you think? I think that the defense for Tory Lanez is very smart. Um, pending this testimony, I now understand why Kelsey was asking for immunity. I never understood why somebody who, quote unquote, didn't do anything needs immunity. And here's the thing. Um, this is going to be another OJ situation. This is going to be a situation where we know that somebody did something, but the jury going to be so confused that they can't come to any reasonable conclusion as to what, and he's going to get off. 
Um, you know, I, I think it's genius on the defense's part that they said, let's baffle and bewilder the jury. Um, because at this point, if you got testimony saying she shot and I also saw him shoot, then which one of them is the bullet that the actually pain. hit the girl in the foot? You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And so now, because we're confused and we can't definitively say he did it, we got to let him go. You know, I I agree. I, I do agree that there's been so much confusion and so many different stories. And now, you know, that, that don't match up with that. I think they've they've done enough to have reasonable doubt where we're not really sure. Like we it's one like you said, OJ, that's a perfect way to describe it. Like we all know OJ. But if it didn't, if the club didn't you fit, you must, you must have quit. So I just don't understand why they decided to detect that third charge onto him in in and not wait to see how the other two charges fared fared to then come after him with the third charge. But hey, what, what was the third charge for clarity? The third charge, I think, was negligent uh, use of gun or something like that. And here's something else I don't like, y'all. I'm still looking at the Gail King interview that Meg Thee Stallion did. You mean Robin Roberts or was it Gail? It was the one she did with Gail. Oh, OK. I haven't seen that one. And um, the things that Meg omitted from that interview, it just got me looking at her crazy. Like in that interview, you never told us that you and Kelsey got the tussling outside that car. Mm -hmm. You ain't never told you ain't never told us that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you omitted all the things that implicated you in any type of way. And it's almost as if your sole purpose there was to lynch Tory in the media. And I get it. It doesn't change the fact that he shot at you, but I'm going to go back to this whole thing. Y'all kept talking about protect black women and we need to be rallying behind her. I 100% agree. But this is the reason why people take issue with blindly rallying behind anybody. If you want me to get up out my bed and come outside and help you fight, I need you to tell me the full story so I know what it is I'm out here doing and not just fighting somebody with you and bitch, you don't cause the fight. I, I think the interview, doing the interview was bad advice. I think because mm -hmm. she probably had to admit some of the facts because it was an ongoing case is what I think. Um, I, I think she wasn't really, if you're not going to be able to give the full interview and with the facts, you're doing yourself a disservice because now people are going to look at your credibility. Although we can look back and say, well, I get why you wouldn't admit you had a sex with this man because you were in a, now in a new relationship, in a relationship. I get that. But it, it doesn't bode well for the people now to say, well, you lied about this. That means you lied about that. So I get that. I just think she I get she was under pressure like social media. I got to say something back. But I think the interview, they should have advised her against it till later. But see, listen, mm. and I'm going to tell you why omission makes things bad, because you a big bitch. OK. And if you was out there fighting Kelsey, that's probably why she had to shoot your ass. OK. <laughs> Kelsey is and listen, I, that, that's what you do. Meg is a big girl. OK, <laughs> if you had Kelsey outside up against that Range Rover and you was whooping her ass, maybe she had to shoot you. You know what I'm saying? So granted, leaving out pieces of the story do does change the way we receive the information. And now yeah, and you, things you know are to make more sense because I. Versus Chelsea, Meg won that fight. And then you cute. It's so funny because uh, Meg said that she got out. She wanted to leave because her wig was slipping. That wig wasn't slipping, slipping was when cool. she was fighting. 
Right. When Kelsey was pulling her hair right. and she was pulling Kelsey's hair, that wig did slip off then. I'm just a little bit confused too, Q. That was a good point to bring it, up. It's not far-fetched to believe it. Now that the truth is coming out, it's not far-fetched to believe that Kelsey did pull that gun out and shoot at her. Right. I just want to reiterate one more time. Meg the Stallion is not on trial. And, and we like we hardly ever break down the inconsistencies with Tori. We hardly ever have to talk about the lies that he told. We hardly ever talk about the music video he made where he was chopping off a horse's legs to poke fun at this woman that was injured. And if that was your girl at one point and, and you make it a video like that, like why, why, why? Like he's been the most protected in this. Tori, yeah. say what you in my opinion, mm. Tori has he in my opinion, he has been the most like we we break we ain't talk about all the people who Tori slept with and the lies he's told and well, the protected by who though, Claudia? And the, his fans and the okay. August the Alcina, fans in, in the court of law protected. The, I'm, I'm talking about the pu the public. I'm just opinion. saying how the public opinion has been. This okay. woman has been damaged beyond. She's gonna be mm. very damaged after this, no matter what happens. And I just feel like I'll be pissed if I'm the one that got hurt and I maybe told a couple lies here and there about some things, right? For whatever reasons. And then I'm on trial more than the person that has Yeah, but he's on trial to go to jail for a long time. And not to mention the squeaky wheel gets the oil. All right. <laughs> right. You're the one making the most noise. So you are the one that's going to be Get the, the most, most attention. scrutinized. And there isn't, I'm sorry, like, the, the way you worded that, it was a smooth roll over the lies. I'm the one that got right. shot. Yeah, I may have told a little lies. No, 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 no. Right. Let's spend some time and investigate these lies because the lies that you told by omission are very germane the to the story. Mm -hmm. not, the lies are germane to the story. The lies now make the story make sense. You right. sat up here and just tried to make it seem like you just blindly got shot at for no doggone reason and you don't understand why, but the lies fill in the holes. So I get that. That's why, the, that's why I say the interview was a mistake because she didn't lie where I it agree mattered. With you. She didn't lie where it mattered, which was in the court of law. She was like, okay, this is an interview. People lie all day and cap on interviews, social media, every single day. Toy Lane lies about his hairline, okay? If you want to keep it a buck, everyone lying about something. And I do, I'm not saying it's right. It's not right. I'm not blindly following Meg. I'm not even a big, huge Meg fan. I just don't like, I, you know me, I always got to stand up to double standards. I freaking hate them. But Tory, he's doing stuff too that I feel like we're so worried about Megan's lies. Where is the energy for Tories? I understand. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And, I, 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 and 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 telling the truth on the stand is where it really matters. I just get. I just don't. I just don't want this to turn into. I mean, and granted, it may, it may be because she's a woman, she's getting more scrutiny. But in my heart of hearts, I feel like she's being scrutinized the most because she's the one that's making the most noise mm -hmm. and the most inconsistent and the most attacks and the only one with shrapnel on her foot. But if she was beating that girl up against that ranch over there, maybe she deserved that shrapnel in her foot. I'm just saying. No, you, she never deserves to be shot. I'm sorry. If you whooping my ass up against the truck, baby. Fight me with your fist, not with a gun. Not, oh, hell no, nah, baby. Not if I'm getting beat up and yeah, I'm drunk and you whooping my ass. That's what guns is for. No, they're not. And that's Toy's gun. How'd she get Toy's gun? Out of his pocket. 
Wait a minute. How you know? No, no. EJ said that they possibly could have bought their own gun to the location. Listen, Did you miss his testimony? Not, I'm not doing. I'm not doing this about EJ's testimony right now. If you okay. beating me up and you two times my size and you beating me up and I got a gun, I'm shooting your ass. Next, okay. on to the next thing, Claudia. We gonna go That's on right. to the next thing. All right, let's move on. On Monday's episode of Cocktails with the Queens, my girl Vivica went viral after she said Joe Buttons need to shut his blank ass down for saying negative things about Megan the Stallion. Well, after receiving backlash on social media because of his comments, Buttons issued an apology to Megan uh, on his self-titled uh, podcast. Buttons said, I'm apologizing for the careless manner in which I joked about her mental health. That didn't sit right with my soul and my spirit. What, what are y'all's thoughts on, on his apology? I'm glad that he was mad enough to issue an apology. Um, for whatever reason, and I think we talked about this before, it feels as if many of the male rappers in Hollywood came together and had a meeting and said, you know what, we're going to band together and publicly speak out against Meg, make music against Meg, hate on Meg. We don't like Meg. And I just don't understand. It seems like Drake has a vested interest in this. It seems like Joe Buttons has had a wild hair up his ass for this Meg Thee Stallion case, and I just don't understand it. Um, at the end of the day, people's hearts really don't change drastically. The apology is performative at best, um, but at least he respects the situation enough to provide the performative apology, I guess. Right, in the same breath, he apologized to her, which I will say this, I'm, I'm always give props or props is due. He did apologize to her, and then, and I do like that he did say, uh, you know, about her mental health, and I think some of his female friends reached out and said, yo, come on, because whether or not you like her or not, she did go through something traumatic. She did. And <laughs> imagine all the jokes that you got to sit around. I mean, it, it doesn't feel good. Um, but then in the same breath, he went and called me and Vivica for speaking on what he said, Called us all kinds of bitches and all kinds of stuff. Um, so yeah, Al, what you think about this? Um, I'm like I'm with Q on this. I feel like I was um, was thankful that he apologized. I didn't really understand what he said about our mental health, so I didn't get I didn't get to see it. But what was super interesting to me was you you talked bad about a woman. You got beat up. Somebody called you, checked you. You called. You got back on your podcast and you apologized, right? Mm -hmm. Then somebody else called you out on your crap, and then you attacked two other women the next day. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, okay, Joe Button, I rock with you. You're cool. I get it. But what's going on here? I'm a little bit confused. So I just thought that it it may may not have been in the best interest after an apology for attacking a black woman to come back a day later and then attack two other black women, and especially an icon like Vivica A. Fox. Right. And then it came to her. I mean, not, not putting you down or anything. No, 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 take it. She, she is. And when I saw him coming for her career, I mean, you can say what you want about the films that she's doing now. But, you know, let's not take away from the fact that she was in Independence Day. She was in Kill Bill. She was right. in Batman. She was in Set It Off. She was in a lot of great stuff. She don't have to do another movie after that to still be considered iconic in Hollywood. You know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. people that did like one hood classic that we respect as actors. Like you don't have to come for her career. And then the little peons, oh, you're not married or you don't have kids. That's not an accomplishment, you guys. It's a part of life. You know what I mean? And Joe Buttons, mm -hmm. you're doing the same thing we're doing. To be fair, you know what I mean? We all speak on hot topics and give our very opinionated opinions. That's what's made you actually successful in the podcast game more so than your rap career. 
And that's not a dig for your rap career. You did once, you know, you, you had your career, but you found success in the podcast space being very opinionated. You don't make a mark in this business without being opinionated. And a lot of times you ruffle some feathers. Now us talking about you was in response to you coming from Megan. And you know, on Cocktails with Queens, we are very pro-female and we are very much to really protect black women. Not, a, not everybody in Blindly, but we are. That is the theme of our show. So you can call me a bitch all you want. I, 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 it, it didn't hurt my feelings. It just was like, okay, like everyone's expecting me to go in on him. I already did. And I said what I had to say. And it didn't, it's, it's, it is what it is. And I gladly would sit down with anyone, but like, you know, at the end of the day, I will give you your props for apologizing to Meg because of her mental health. I feel like no one has taken that into consideration. Y'all need to get him on the show. I, I would open the floor to that. Joe Buttons. Y'all need, like need to get Joe on the show. And maybe even do some trial coverage and, and get some of this back and forth going. I, I think that'd be a great episode. I mean, I'd like to know because I did see footage of him actually interviewing Meg Thee Stallion where he was very complimentary to her and he was very kind to her. So mm -hmm. to go from that to this, it's like it's like if I interviewed Amorosa on this show and I was super nice to her and then I go off and, and murder her when I'm not around her, I would look kind of like fake news-ish. I'm just throwing it out there. It'd be a good look for Fox Soul if y'all did he did y'all show and it'd be a great look for his podcast. If Vivica went over there and you went over there and talked on his podcast. So I'm just putting oh, it out. You know, I'm not scared. I'll go. Where your studio uh, at Joe Buttons? Where it at? Where's it at? We can go, go pump it up together. What you All better right, do is go with commercial, honey. We're going to go to commercial. We're going to be right back with more. Uh, uh, TJ, I forgot what show I was on. I have so many. <laughs> TJ, I will be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you. Throw some flames up if you're enjoying the show and make sure you hit that like button for us real quick. All right, y'all, Michael Blackson said uh, he turned into a Karen after calling out a woman who let her dog poop in the airport and casually walked away without picking it up. It was so nasty. Take a look. This dog just took a whole airport, okay? This is an airport. Don't hide your face, lady. Your dog just took a whole in the airport. <laughs> what y'all think about what Michael Black did? He put that carrot on blast. What do you think, Q? So, well, you know what? In this, in this, in this instance, uh-uh, he's not a Karen. Karen are people who try to force benign rules on property and places that do not belong to them. This right here is common human decency, basic human courtesy, and dog owner responsibility responsibility one-on-one. I am the dog owner of two small dogs. There is now I'm not going to lie. When I walk my dog around my apartment complex, sometimes because they have little poop, I'm not going to promise you I pick it up all the time. I'd be lying. But I would never, ever in my life take my dog in a public space, watch my dog poop and not pick it up. The appropriate thing for that lady to do every 10 feet, there's a bathroom. Even if she had to leave it there to go get tissue, she was supposed to walk. Ask somebody, would they stand there while she go get some tissue and pick it up, not leave it there. The Karen and all of that is that you felt so privileged that somebody else should have to pick up your dog crap and not you. And they had the nerve to be embarrassed, nasty ass. 
facts. I hear you. Uh, Al, what you think about this? <laughs> That's an interesting, Q. I do agree with Q in the sense that he wasn't a true Karen, because if he was a true Karen, he would have stayed there and made sure that the authorities were called, because in the state of Michigan, there is a pooper scooper law, which says that if your dog defecates or urinates in a public space and you don't clean it up, you can go straight to jail and you will be charged with a class four misdemeanor. Now, this is the interesting part. I find it interesting that no one made her accountable for that pile of poo that she walked away from, including the gate agents that serviced her after he brought it to their attention. I agree. Like, I cannot believe she did this. So this happened to me one time, right? Um, this summer I was in DC and I was with David and uh, I went to go walk his dogs and they, they wouldn't stay in the hotel room with us. Right. So I walked down the hallway and one of them crapped in the hallway on the carpet. So I picked it up immediately, cleaned it. Then we got in the lobby and the other one went right in front of this lady who goes, ain't you Claudia. I be watching Fox. Soul. I love cocktails of Queens. I love tea. And her name is Monique. Um, and she saw the dogs do it. So well, here's the thing with the leash. They usually have the good leashes. They have the little bags that are right attached. So as soon as a dog does it, you pick it right up and throw it away. That was one of the most ghetto, ignorant, disgusting, trashy thing for that lady to see that in a inside and to keep walking. Someone could have walked in that. Like that was just disgusting. And yeah, you're right, Al. No one held this woman accountable. If one of us would have done, we would have been in some handcuffs, I think. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, th I don't even know how you are okay with that. And then once Michael Blackson's chamber, she still kept it moving. She didn't care. So, yeah, I don't know. That was nasty as shit. All right, moving on. Uh, in more air, airport news, a 25-year-old woman was arrested in Q in your area, Miami <laughs> International <laughs> Airport. You know, we haven't had a Miami story in a while. Uh, for destruction to an American Airlines counter and attacking airline employee. Take a look. <laughs> All right. According to witnesses, Camilla McMillie went off because she could not locate her children after they went to the restroom without telling her. Now, the woman allegedly asked the ticket agents to help her find her children, but they showed no interest because they're busy working. Funky, what's happening in your city? You know what? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you all something. All this airport throwing computers and stuff is a direct result of social media we see it now and now people think this how you supposed to act when you're in the airport here's what i'm confused about you trying to whoop the gay asian ass you need to be whooping your children ass they the ones who walked off without telling their mommy where they went and for the life of me i don't understand the logic in people's brains you need help from these people because your children are missing may be in danger. And instead of pleading with them softly, you decide to start tossing computers and keyboards. Yeah, that's really going to help me want to help you find your children. And now you want to use your children as your point of concern. But now your children are with children and families while your ass is down here at TGK for being arrested. So no, this wasn't about your kids. This was just about you being ignorant and wanting to get a moment. And you got your moment. And now your kids are traumatized because they at a foster home or at an orphanage or something until your ass can get an arraignment and get out of jail. Just raggedy. Just raggedy. Al, what do you think about this raggedy ass? 
<laughs> I was surprised, surprised. I'm surprised that it was not Spirit Airlines, number one. Not surprised, though, that it is good old Florida in Miami where Mr. Funk, Miss Funky Dineva is. Funky, what's going on? What's in the water down there, brother? You know, no, it's <laughs> some, of the, some of the Florida water, though, made its way to Miami because, you know, Miami, Florida, <laughs> different places. But, uh, we had a water main break or something. Oh, something. So, so, you know what, Claudia? Florida the thing water. That, the thing, that, Miami. the thing that made me so sad about this is that we all know, you guys know I worked in um, sex trafficking and Miami is number one, if not two or three in the largest in the airport that has the largest cases of cases of sex, sex trafficking and kidnapping. And we know from the report that these kids were only six and four years old. And that frightened me. And like you said, you know, the Florida Department of Children and Families now has these kids because of this erratic behavior and irresponsibility of this woman as a parent. I don't get it in this day and age with everybody snatching up people's kids. Like you got to keep an eye on your kids. Like what was she doing to like not even see them walk away? Six and four. Oh, right. Like, come on. It was misplaced anger. She was mad with herself. You know, I, I think there's a, a bigger problem here with people with, we've talked about this a little bit with conflict resolution, emotional intelligence. People cannot like take a breath sometimes and just like talk civilly about something. The first response is to tear the something and fight and shoot and kill. It's, it's ridiculous. All right, y'all. Uh, on a recent interview, Sydney's uh, star said, any man that I've... Any man, and I've said this before, that is attracted to a trans woman is not gay. Uh, what do you think about what Sydney said, and do you agree? Um, <clears throat> oh, go ahead, Q. Sorry. A, a, a younger, less evolved me um, would take the stance that most people take, which is if it's got male genitalia, it's gay. He likes sleeping with a man because women have a whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, as we begin to evolve, as we begin to, you know, get on board this movement that trans women are women and that people can be trans attracted and then not make them gay. Um, you know, I, I, I'm slowly beginning to wrap my head around it. Very quick personal story. A celebrity in Atlanta decided to confide in me one day that they liked trans people. And this particular celebrity, I took out my phone and took, took out naked pictures and naked videos of myself and showed it to this person because I wanted to sleep <laughs> with them. And I said, and you want to sleep with me? And he was like, no. He was, he was like, because baby, my videos is off the chain, honey. Um, he said, no, I don't like you. Like, I'm not attracted to that. You know what I'm saying? And my mind thought, well, I got the same thing that she has. And that experience <laughs> alone taught me that there is a differentiation between they don't like guys. They don't. Who was it? I ain't telling you. I can't tell it. Give us a hint. I, I, I won't do that. because R&B, actor, singer, I ain't reality, like reality I, star. I you already got enough. They live in Atlanta. Take your pick. Al, who you think it was? Mm, you know, I'm definitely not in the business of outing anybody, but I will say this. I think it's all about the label. So I, I can't agree with her in saying that 
you know, men that are attracted to them are not gay. But one thing I do know that he is not is a straight heterosexual man. Maybe the gay terminology is what's throwing me for a loop because I was labeled as gay and I didn't accept that label because that wasn't the one that resonated with me. Bisexual resonated with me. So I would, I would kind of lean probably that this person that's attracted to a transgender woman is transgender attracted that's fluid and maybe bisexual but gay i wouldn't give i wouldn't give that 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 guy that label and i also wouldn't give him the label of a straight heterosexual male i think that's pretty fair and i think you know uh, it, i think that's a pretty fair answer i do can i point out one thing al and and and, I, and i'll say this because i tend to be the, the person on this panel that's a bit more well-versed and, mm -hmm. and steeped in the, in the gay versus bi thing. I think with you and not just with you, but with a lot of men, the reason why people tend to want to call them gay and lean on that is because there are a lot of people who try to lean on the bisexual title to soften the blow. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or they, you know what I'm saying? As, as a way of saying, I do dabble with men, but, uh, you know, I don't want all the heat that comes with being gay. So I'm bi. Mm -hmm. But and it took a bi person to check me and say, Q, when you deny the, the existence of bisexual people, it's called bi erasure. And it really right. opened my eyes to things. But I just want to point out to you, that's probably why you caught so much heat, because a lot of people, including gay guys, look at those that say they bi and be like, child. You know you gay. He just trying to say that. <laughs> Absolutely. You're right. You're right. 20 years ago. We're talking, what, 20 years ago when I was married and going through that debacle. Um, it was actually the gay black males that gave me the hardest time. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Is that That's a more comfortable place for a, a lot of I men, I would assume. Yeah, because it says I sleep with men, but it says I'm not a faggot and a sissy like them. Right. Mm. I don't know that I necessarily thought of it like that. Right. No, but because I can, you're I can definitely, I can definitely understand what you're saying, though, one hundred percent. All right, y'all. Well, I ain't gonna say nothing about this. We all move on to a commercial. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to the people in the chat. We appreciate y'all. Make sure you tune back in on Friday. We have a little Christmas thing we're doing on Friday that you don't want to miss. And we get to answer your questions. So all you little nosy folks ask about my business, you can ask me on Friday. Okay, moving on. Bishop Lamar Whitehead is maintaining his innocence after his arrest for alleged fraud. Now take a look at why he isn't worried about the allegations being made against him. But I'm going to tell y'all today that the bishop is not guilty. And I'm going to fight it. I have the right legal team. And more importantly, I have God. I have a family. My church family is strong. I'm so sick of these people. I will. Hey, what I think. Because I ain't got nothing to say about it. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to 
<laughs> I'm gonna tell you what's going on. This is a smart man. But listen, isn't this the thing that got him arrested, that got him 30 years? Fraud was what got him 30 years in the first place, but he only served seven because of good behavior. I'm gonna tell you why he said this, because he's hired a, a friend of mine. I call her a friend of mine. We've been friends for 10 years. The beautiful Dawn Floria. Floria, I think is how they pronounce her name. She's a criminal attorney in the state of New York. She does state and federal defense criminal stuff. She's represented Remy Ma, she's represented Takashi 69, she's represent, represented Fat Joe, uh, Little TJ, and she also recently got that young man, uh, what's this called, Deep Pocket Dizzy off for murder. Now this woman is a sharp white woman that knows the law, and if there is a way to get him off, that's the one to hire, and I think that may be why he's a little bit cocky and have a great dose of confidence. Well, Miss Faria asked him to go to hell because he paying her with them stolen people church money. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope she, I hope her soul is all right with God. What do you think about him? I'm, he, don't he look like the baby a little bit? Like a kind of like a church version of the baby? I know this is different. <laughs> he looks like a thief. He looks like a thief. He looks like a fraud. He looks like a crook. I can't prove it and it's alleged, but whatever the hell they said he did, he you know what, Claudia, also the interesting thing is that he's touting, he's very vocal about his relationship with the new mayor of New York City. So he's got people in high places. So maybe he can lean in and ask for a couple of favors. No, what that is, is if I'm going down, I'm pulling you down with me. So you better fix this. That's what that is. They are pretty close. Person. They are. They're, they, they've, they've been seen at dinner. They've been seen in marches. They've been seen at a number of different Brooklyn-related events. Birds of a feather, still together. Hey, Mayor. <laughs> I, I find that weird that the mayor would be involved. In, and, and Eric Andrews uh, Adams is a very conservative um, Black mayor. He's very pro-police and pro-police yeah he's very conservative and like he's damn near a, a republican but he's a Democrat. now didn't he come from the police department yeah yeah i think he, he he's very much a blue guy i wonder if he's like every time this guy gets in trouble like damn it <laughs> like stop saying my name yeah like you know <laughs> i don't know oh must be nice i'm gonna befriend some mayors okay y'all we're gonna take our last commercial break and we'll be right back Welcome back to TGIF. In the comments, real quick, uh, Chanel Star said, did y'all see Shannon Sharp say Dion um, uh, uh, was 10, eight, eight toes down. Dion Sanders, 10 to eight toes down. You know, he had his toes. Nine in toes. Mm -hmm. Well, he, yeah, called, him, he called him eight toes because I, I don't know. <laughs> but I saw the clip. It was so funny. Anyways, just want to point that out. All right, y'all. Um, Lamar Odom is talking exclusively to TMZ in a special called TMZ Presents. Lamar Odom, sex, drugs, and Kardashians. Uh, okay, Odom shared the post of his TMZ special on social media and got mixed reviews. One Instagram user wrote, have always admired you, but I really hope you ain't go out there and blast Chloe. I mean, she did stand by you at one of your lowest moments. In addition, you have to say it. She was a warrior having to face the world while her dream marriage was all but another was all but a dream marriage. Another person wrote, "Y'all messy. He's not gonna drag their family. He loves them." Right, what do y'all think about Lamar's special 
And do you think people will learn anything new from it? Q, let me go to you first. What do you think about this special Lamar Odom and the Kardashians and drugs? You know what? So I haven't seen it, obviously. I haven't even seen the trailer. I just seen the poster. My gut response when I first saw it is I don't like it. I don't like when people do specials and documentaries that are supposed to be exposés about people's families. I don't like the Megan and Harry documentary thing that they got going on. I just don't like stuff like that. Lamar, we already know about your sex and your drugs. So the only other thing of interest to get us to buy in is is the Kardashians. Um, and granted, how people can have mixed reviews about them and, and, and they exploit people left and right all the time. I'm just not here for the third party exploitation of other people. Okay. All right. Al, what do you think about this? Listen, it's quite clear at this point that Lamar Odom is in cahoots with the Kardashians. Okay. They're in cahoots because a regular Kardashian on a documentary about sex and drugs and a Kardashian, they would put a cease and desist on that because they wouldn't want anything to be said that would put them in the, in the bad light. But I think he's come up with a deal because he's, he's always been positive about Chloe. In addition, after Fox, it is then going to be placed on Hulu the very next day, which happens to be duh, 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 the network that the Kardashians reality show is on. None of this is by happenstance. And I can't be mad at this young man at this point because he is clearly making his money how his money is to be made off the trend of the Kardashians. Then the thing that scares me, though, is that your whole brand, sir, you have surrendered and sold your soul to the Kardashians. Now, if you were not with the Kardashians or when that phases out your brand may phase out and that's the bad part Lamar you need to be a little bit smarter and a little bit more clever young man you need to pivot after this and you need to create your own brand independent of the Kardashians I need to write my book and that's all I'm gonna say about that what all is right. up with come on what does that mean give up the tea what's happening do you know something we don't know about Lamar? Lamar got with Chloe. There was he was definitely making his way around Hollywood trying to find someone that wanted to go into the business of marriage with him. Oh, mm. you know, so funny you mentioned the word marriage and we don't have time to do it. But on next week's Q time, I have a very nice marriage story to tell y'all. Ooh, it, it, it was good. So was wait a minute. I want to get back to the tea. So you're saying basically he was um, soliciting marriage to different women in the industry for what purpose? So, damn, we don't have a whole lot of time. There's a clip on TMZ. I, I had a guest host one time and they asked about it. So y'all go do a little digging and watch that clip. I'll tell y'all, yes, this is a fact. It's a fact because I was involved in the story. Ooh. And um, Jason Lee was involved in the story. And- you had to, yeah, just look it up. Uh, damn, I wanted to get into this can this this Tamar. But wait a minute, why was Chloe? Oh, you know, I'm nosy. Why was Chloe so easy? Why was he so? Why was he? Why was she so easy to bag if he was soliciting multiple women in entertainment? I don't know if she was easy to bag. <laughs> I, I think at the time she was like kind of dealing like with most women in Hollywood. You know, it's hard to date in Hollywood. You know, it's it's uh it's very difficult in Hollywood to get someone that's not like full of it. And I think she just really, I think Chloe really is a hopeless romantic and she wanted love. And mm. Lamar, I think, wanted love, but he was a new Laker at the time. And it was all about Kobe at the time. It wasn't about anyone but Kobe at the time. Mm. So here comes Lamar. The way that, the quickest way to get a lot of attention when you go to a new, when you're an athlete, is to hook up with an, an actress, 
a singer or reality star. Then you go from, you know, like an athlete to more of a celebrity. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, okay. what I mean, it's 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 a great marketing. But I still I still feel for him. I still want him to get better. And um, damn, we don't have a lot of time. Y'all have to ask questions on Friday. So, anyways, um, y'all looking forward to Christmas? No. I'm going to try to get more in the spirit. You know, Christmas was used to be my favorite time of year. I love buying people gifts. I love making people happy. I've said it before, I got 11 nephews and one niece. I love getting them gifts. So I don't know what it is this year, though, but I'm going to try to get in the spirit, Claudia. Thank you for helping me with that. We're going to try, okay? Now, listen. Oh, wait, uh, a minute. Yeah. Right, well, wait a minute. Aren't we giving each other gifts? Aren't we on doing fr- a on secret Friday. Thing? On Friday. On Friday. With the three of us. And Who got uh, me? We can't tell you. And oh. also tune in because um, we're going to talk about Tamar Braxton's claims about a peach and her husband that threatened her. we got to get into that tea. I cannot wait till Friday. All right, y'all. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Stay tuned for a brand new episode of Kitchen Talk. We'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.